wow, what a week. Starts out with uh, Kyle Whitman, fresh out of Romantics 101, writing a poem about the waves and Holland, Michigan. Followed by Kyle Winfrey just giving everyone free stuff. Meanwhile, Dan Bush is just saying, hey, let's have a great time. Well, Adam Cheney is just out on the West Coast doing whatever he wants and probably has, you know, some plan that we all don't know about. Followed by Sean Trump just pushing the party line, trying to stir shit up. Little uh, John McConnell out here is just trying to pretend like people all don't deserve good things, but he's got the only right answer. Meanwhile, Tom Sanders is just giving everyone good deals to win and spending positive vibes trying to invest in the league. Well, Matt Klobuchar is just talking about how much he always seems to win and how he's the one we need. Meanwhile, Christian Biden's just talking about the establishment, keeping it there, not realizing he's been the beneficiary for years. So, wow. What a week. What a week. Motherfuckers. Meanwhile, we have uh, Chuck Bloomberg over here just hitting us up on every, you know, possible profile inundating us with content. Well, John Lennon's just telling us all to give peace a chance and, you know, trying to just keep the peace. Well, Andy Buffett's just like, hey, I'm just down for whatever, man. I'm here for the party. Chicago, it's 9.03 a.m. Central Standard Time, that's 10.03 Eastern Standard Time, and 7.03 Pacific Standard Time, I am back, baby, I am back. My throat is back in action. That's what she said. And the doctor got me all fixed up, put me on some steroids, made my throat feel much better, and now I'm super pumped, big and jacked, huge abs, insanely massive biceps, and I am feeling good, and I'm feeling ready to take on the world, except that I got two straight losses, but... That's okay. I'm telling myself it was intentional because I'm building for the future, which I kind of am, but it's also something you just tell yourself to make yourself feel better when you're rolling out, guys, like I've kind of been. But that doesn't mean I'm an idiot, and it doesn't mean I'm going to take Tom's ass little trades trying to send me these B-Squad guys. And look, I understand, Stacks, that relative to what he offered you, it was maybe a little better, but look. Tom has guys in the top 30, and you can't go offering for literally the number one guy on the entire season, which he is, with your B-Squad guys. you got to throw in your A-game. you got to give me look looking at Ben Simmons, baby. Come on, Tom. you got to give me – throw Ben in there. Ben Simmons, Kevin Love, D'Angelo Russell. I will give you Giannis. That's the deal. None of the Spencer Dinwiddie shit trying to get me to look like a fool because I dropped Kyrie – and then have me take his sloppy seconds trading Giannis for him. I'll never hear the end of it. I understand how this game works. Not doing that. 
D'Angelo Russell might not even be on the Warriors soon. Who knows where he's going to go? Kevin Love, probably going to break his ankle in the next game. I'm not falling for this shit. Giannis has a great playoff schedule. I will trade him, but you got to send me a fire offer. I got to be feeling it in my balls immediately the second I see that thing come through. I got to get a big old uh, jolt of excitement. I uh, don't want to get this too not safe for work and get Tom kicked off of iTunes. So that said, just put it out there. You can offer me things for Giannis, but I expect it to be fair. I expect it to be a good offer, like what I gave up for Giannis. I'm a fair man. I deal like I'm treating you all like adults. Tom, I don't hear this bullshit about you telling everybody how they're going to have a better team if they do the trade with you. That's not how this works. Up here acting like a fucking Amway salesman, some multi-level marketer telling me if I trade you my best guy and you give me your guys, then I'm going to... I'm going to receive tenfold back some, uh, you know, TV evangelist kind of stuff, and I'm not feeling that. But here's the deal, buddy. You're still the MVP in my eyes right now. Your content has been uh, overlooked with this podcast for a couple of years. The only reason I'm even doing this goddamn recording right now is because of you, and I hate you for it, And uh, but I also love you for it. So, you know, that's the deal. So... With that said, let's take a look at the standings. Sorry about the no um, sound effects today. I'm, I'm in my car in a parking garage right now, and I'm not going to bring my laptop out like a fucking lunatic in my car and do all that. So let's take a look at the standings. We got Christian and Tom tied up, 10-5 and five at the top of the rack. Christian, most in points for Tom, not too far behind in points for about 400 points behind him. Significant, but Christian looking good. But you know who's third in points for? Is Kyle. Kyle is third in points for. And you know who's fourth in points for? But 10th place overall? That's right. It's JB. We don't let JB catch a break. He is just getting creamed this year, points against. Uh, he's second after Andy, who... Well, Andy, there's always next year, buddy. Um, we got a tight one in the middle here. That's what she said. We got Kyle, me, and Adam at nine and six. Stacks at eight and seven. Kyle and Dewey and Sean at seven and eight, fighting for that playoff spot. JB still in it. Dan still in it. Wow, man, I love it. I love to see it. You really do love to see it. Stacks is playing Tom this week. I gotta say, I think Stacks is gonna take Tom down. I think Christian is gonna take me down. And that means I think we're going to be looking at Christian sitting at 11 and 5, Tom at 10 and 6. And then I think, uh, I think if I had to guess, I would guess that Kyle, Doug, Ian is going to take down Sean this week and move into sole possession. Well, no, not sole possession. Tied in second place. I think after this week, we're going to be looking at Christian 11 and 5, Tom 10 and 6, Doug, Kyle, Ian 10 and 6. Me and Adam, 9 and 7. Stacks, 9 and 7. And then, who knows after that? It's a big old ass soup after that, baby. That's right. All right. Well, All-Star Weekend's coming up. And I really wanted to go. And I was hoping maybe some of you would come down for it and join me. But here's the deal. I'm not going unless someone hooks me up with a ticket. And guess what? None of my hookups have hookups. Because these things are fucking expensive. That's goddamn right. The best offer I've got, straight from the Bulls, was a ticket. For $958, that's right, a single ticket for the dunk contest Saturday night, $958, and that's a bad seat. Sunday, $1,048, that was straight from the Bulls, that's what they could do for me, and that's 
not cool. It's a bunch of corporate assholes and celebrities sitting in all those seats. And uh, while I'd love to go, I will only go if someone really pulls through at the last minute. Even my boy at the NBA said, uh, hit me up the day before and I'll let you know if I can help you out. But no guarantees. My Nike friends, half of them aren't even going. It's just a little out of control. And I wouldn't have anybody to go with, so I'm not spending $1,000 to sit by myself like a loser watching Pat Connaughton do little missed alley-oop dunks from Eric Bledsoe and watching Joe Harris hit seven three-pointers. That doesn't sound worth my money. So, anyways. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got today. Uh, I want to end on a high note here and say uh, thank you all for being an outlet for me to share all the stuff that went on with my dad. Um, It's still going on. We're not out of the woods. He's got a lot of therapy to go to get the use of his right hand and arm back, and he is right-handed, so uh, his work requires physical labor, and pretty much everything he does in his life to make money requires uh, the use of that. So, um, But I feel so much better uh, today than I did a week ago uh, today, and just from the bottom of my my heart, uh, Tom, you included, Dan, Sean, uh, anybody I've ever had beef with, all put aside because you've all uh, just been really awesome to share this with um, and lean on, and I appreciate your support, kind words, many texts on the side, and uh, I've, I've definitely felt the love. So from me and my family to all of you, Fantasy Brew Co. family, thank you. I love you all. I'll see you on the court. What up, Brewers? How's everyone doing today? This is your host, Pod Tom, coming at you with where are we at? How are we looking? Um, this is the last edition of this you'll be getting uh, before the actual playoffs, as the 12th of February is my 40th birthday, and I'll be in Puerto Rico. So I'm not going to uh, not going to look at it. Uh, maybe someone else can take the reins. I'm sure the chaos crew will be texting about it. But what I wanted to do today is really like dive in and see where we're at. And boy, it couldn't really be more interesting. Uh, This past week, uh, both Dan and Dewey lost. I'll be dissecting them both in a little bit. They both turned down offers from your host, Pod Tom, that would have won each of them their respective weeks and potentially got Dan in the playoffs. So there's that, but we'll get to that. So currently we're sitting at, uh, let's just take a look first at who's in. So in, we have Christian uh, joining Tom's for sure in at 10 and 5. As Adam pointed out in the thread on Monday, nine wins gets you in the playoffs, which, which means that KDI, Chuck, and Adam are all in. Chuck and Adam both on two-week losing streaks, both low in .4, but they're in. We have Andy who's out, so sorry, but I'm not going to really mention you this week. And then we have JB and Dan, way at the bottom. Uh, Sorry, getting ahead of myself here. So then we have, kind of in that next hunt, we have Stacks. He's at 8 and 7. Um, you can pencil him in for an L this week. I don't think there's any chance he beats me. He'll probably be down by quite a bit when you hear this Wednesday. And Stacks, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee a victory for myself here. So Stacks will be sitting at 8-8 eight and eight with that really interesting 
matchup against JB in week 17. Of the 7 and 8 teams, we have Kyle, Dewey, and Sean. And I want to just put into perspective the second, the major difference between the tiers here. So you have Christian, who's number one at points four, and he's about 2,000 points higher than Sean. Okay, Sean's not even at 15,000 on the year. So that's a, that's a major separation. So we're looking, we're looking at a sizable gap. But Sean, good job winning those three games. I got to give it to you, okay? Got to give it to you. Now, when we're looking at the teams here and as we're looking at the, the path to the playoffs, the only one that is 100% out is Andy. Um, Dan has a really tough path to make it. And JB, who's like number three or four at points four, if you can get to eight wins, you're probably in that spot. I'm going to go ahead and call uh, Stacks with his points four. He's probably in. Um, actually, I'm looking at this now. He for sure is because if there are some eight and nine teams, he's there in the points four. Dan at eight and nine, you know, I think we can go ahead and call Dan out of the playoffs. Um, in those first few weeks, he was just so low on the points four that he'll lose those tiebreakers unless everything falls for him. Uh, Chuck's team doesn't really matter anymore. He's playing Christian and Adam. Uh, he's in the playoffs. We don't need to worry about him. Kyle is the one who's going to be the most interesting to watch. I don't think anyone would have seen it, but he actually took down yours truly this past week. But he is playing uh, two teams in the next two weeks that he has complete and utter control of his own destiny. That's Dan this week and Sean next week. So be looking for Kyle to make moves. Um, Dewey has kind of two gimmies in Adam and Andy. Um, I don't think Adam's really trying until the playoffs. So I think we probably see Dewey in. And then it's going to be just a, a very interesting battle in this last spot. It could really come down to the Sean-Kyle battle in week 17. So super curious to see what this looks like. Okay, We can all look at it. We know that it matters. But we have basically... We have Kyle, Dewey, Sean, JB, and Dan, still with a fighting chance, all trying. This week, we have the trade deadline. Super curious to see what happens here in the trade deadline. And I think that it, it could be a non-event, or it could be something that's really interesting. But I have found that this week, or this year, trading has just been kind of different. When looking at it, if you look at all the guys who are out in the NBA... That's part of it, right? We have several stars. You take the KDs of the world. You take the Currys, the Thompsons, who typically get moved or at least are part of big trades. They're just out for the year. Tons of guys are out right now. So there is, you know, there's less guys. Plus, we have an IR spot. So the pool is a little bit less. But you're also getting these fighting philosophies. Okay. For instance, this past week, I offered trades to both Dan and Dewey that would have got them to win. Now, Dewey, the uh, league, well, actually both of those guys, the league Republicans, you know, just what, what am I, an independent socialist? I don't know. I'm just trying to help you guys. I'm at the top trying to disperse the wealth, and neither of you take me up on it. Dewey, as I'm finding 
impossible to trade with. I was trying to get AD from him, and he says, no, I will not trade you AD unless LeBron is involved in the trade. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't do that straight up. Why would I give you the better player when I'm trying to help you win this week? And he's like, no, without LeBron, completely out. Okay, now here's the thing. If you look at, we can all we can use numbers, okay? AD, yes, in the past seven days is higher than LeBron. But if you use only the seven-day stats to trade, you probably suck at fantasy. If we use anything from 2020, which I think we're you know, basically a month in, if you look at it, the 30 and 15, you have LeBron is seven points higher and then four points higher than AD in both of those. So why on earth do we, would I throw a two for one to give you the better guy and help you win? It makes zero in the way of sense. Zero. You should have made that trade. You would have won. You might still be in the playoffs, and if you are, I sure hope that I play you because I'll really take out my wrath there. But it's it's been mentioned several times in the pod, or uh, on the text, rather, that it seems like some of us are getting entitled thinking that people are offering us trades to win when, no, they're trying to help you and make their team a little bit better. So I offered Dan a trade. He could have had my guys if had he given me uh, Kawhi Leonard. So he could have had all my guys playing Sunday. Instead, he makes a trade with Chuck. From Chuck, he got 49.75 points. From me, he could have had 75.75 points. If Dan takes my offer, he has 1,146.5 points, beating KDI. Hear that, Dan? You would have beat KDI had you taken my trade. Dewey, you did nothing. You lost the commish. Had you taken my trade of 75.75 points, you beat the commish last week. You make the playoffs for the first time since like half the league's been in the league. We don't know you as a playoff guy. You could have done this. All you had to do was hit accept. But you keep making excuses, and it doesn't happen. And I really, really hope I see you in the playoffs. Like, that is really what I want. Like, you know, three years ago when I rested guys so that I could play Sean in round one and then beat him, that's like the vitriol I'm feeling. And that's the force that I want to take out on your team. So, Dewey, I really hope you, I really hope you make it. If you do make me a trade for Harden or ADE by the time the pod comes out, then just skip through this section. But if you don't, I really hope I see you in round one, and I will dominate your ass. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Um, so Kyle, Dewey, and Sean, you all control your own fates, and good luck in the final two weeks. Um, the last thing that I want to do before turning it over to my requestees is just quick take a look at our teams. Um, I don't know if you guys find this interesting or not, so I'm just going to do it kind of quick. Um, I like to look at how many players each team has in the like 50, 40, and 30s. So I'm just going to do it based on the last. These are stats from the last 30 days as of when the pod comes out. So... 
from the top of the standings, Christian has two guys in the 50s, one in the 40s, five in the 30s. Tom, one in the 50s, two in the 40s, five in the 30s. KDI, two in the 40s, six in the 30s. Chuck, one in the 50s, one in the 40s, two in the 30s. Ouch. Adam, one in the 50s, three in the 40s, three in the 30s. Stacks, one in the 50s, one in the 40s, three, four in the 30s. Kyle, three in the 40s, three in the 30s. Dewey, one in the 50s, one in the 40s, four in the 30s. Keep that in mind, pal, when you're trading me. Sean, (laughs) and God bless you, Shawnee. One in the 40s, three in the 30s. Ouch. JB, one in the 50s, one in the 40s, five in the 30s. And Dan, one in the 50s, one in the 40s, four in the 30s, plus the IR spot. Anyway, there you have it. Hope this was helpful. Uh, Hope it all goes my way. And uh, Stacks, don't cry too hard for how bad you're going to get beat this week. Fantasy Brewers, hello, hello. It's the Kamish. Happy week 16. Hard to believe we've been doing this for four months. Wow. Um, Tommy asked me to um, send him a couple of things. Uh, What, dude? How does it feel to be on top of the standings? Uh, Tom, it feels great. Uh, Got lots of points going. Uh, And then he said, what am I hoping for for the trade deadline? Well, um, for the NBA trade deadline, I just want some crazy shit to happen, as always. And for our league, I think people have fun with it, get creative. Um, teams that are in, you've got to be looking to solidify uh, your playoff squad and those who are fighting for their lives to get in there. Maybe you gotta you got to come up with some good shit. I trust you. I believe in you all. I'm sure we're going to see some crazy trade machine shit. I'm really, I mean, one of the most fun parts about the NBA trade deadline is it uh, creates uh, fantasy stars and kind of ends fringe guys that we've been coasting with or running along with so it's always really interesting to see what the fallout is i remember the one year um the mavericks traded for rajon rondo and it absolutely killed his value like he was like a 35 point guy and then just absolutely went to the mavericks to die if you remember that was the year they won the title and they sent him home from the playoffs, and they refused to send him a ring. So whatever he did there not only killed my fantasy team, but it killed his relationship uh, with the Mavericks. So that's, that stuff is always fun. And so with us being able to have the, the NBA trade deadline happen, and then with our deadline the next noon, I am anticipating a, a, a scramble of analysis and some really bold calls uh, to try to hit the waiver wire and scoop up the people that we seem will uh, benefit from the trades and dropping guys that we think will have become nuked because of it. So, Tommy, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, to end here, I uh, am going to open up uh, something here called um, Bang. 
It's a potent brain and body fuel. Uh, I'll read the ingredients. Uh, carbonated water, citric acid, natural and artificial flavors, caffeine, sodium, benzoate, potassium, yada, yada, yada. Let's get to the point. Super creatine. So there's a lot of warnings that come along with this. Um, it says... Uh, too much caffeine may cause nervousness, irritability, sleeplessness, and occasionally a rapid heartbeat. It is not recommended for use by individuals under 18 years of age, which this was given to me by a 16-year-old. One serving of Bang provides 300 milligrams of caffeine, which is more than two cups of coffee. So... All right, let's open it. And take a sniff. Um, yeah, it's... It has that artificial sort of blue slushy smell to it. I wonder what color this is. Oh my goodness, I just took a swig. Oh, that is horrific. Oh, my God. Um, so it's kind of flavorless, and then it, the flavor rushes to the sides of your tongue um, and just seems like it kind of festers there. It, 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 the mouthfeel is like um, if you... Ate a shit ton of like, oh my god, this is so bad. Like cotton candy, and then like fell asleep with your mouth open and just like were breathing through your mouth with a cotton candy thing, and then you woke up um, completely dehydrated, but your mouth was still coated. That's what this feels like. All right, I gotta cut this short because I'm gonna lose it but um yeah bang i don't know guys i think it's a situation to avoid all right happy dry deadline hey guys yes i will make the playoffs because i'm big drummer boy i refuse to let my team get worse to this point hope it doesn't bite me in the ass because i'm third in points for damn it third oh how am i in seventh i'm third oh but you know, it could pay off for me Because all I gotta do is make the playoffs That's what I've been banking on Points four are gonna get me in I'm gonna tie with someone The math is too hard to figure out who that's gonna be But I sure hope I take down Dan this week And then I got Sean And ah, fuck Sean Ah, fucking Sean His beautiful face Soft, round I mean, um yeah, Fuck Sean Big drummer boy in the playoffs. Somewhere between the six and eight seed. Can't wait. Really, really, really hope so. What's up, fellas? This is Russ Bellbrook, Mr. John Bell here. Um, it is Monday, late afternoon, uh, maybe an hour or so before tip of first games. And um, Tom uh, asked for some pod content from uh 
those of us who about our playoff chances, who are kind of in the hunt, um, and how we feel about our playoff chances. Um, but he said it like, dicks, I need some content. And I um, wrote back and said that he's acting like an abusive spouse and that um, we don't want to be treated like, like that. And then he wrote back, dearest brewers, um, and just was very kind and gentle and soft. So it's in that spirit of the big group hug that he sent to uh, Stax and Dan and Kyle and Sean and Tom and to all of us. Anyways, those of us, us losers plus Tom. Um, anyways, so here's my thoughts on the playoff hunt. Sorry for that long intro. I am in a familiar spot that I'm in every fucking year where I'm awful. My team's garbage, but I'm rattling the cages. I'm technically not out of it. I'm actually very much in it, in the hunt, and I should be making some dudes sweat. Because I got Andy this week. No offense, Andy, but your schedule's garbage. Um, so hopefully I'll get the W, fingers crossed. And then I get Stax. And if Stax loses this week and then loses to me, I jump him in the standings. So he's got to win this week. Or he and I got to do or die. The following matchup, the last matchup of the season. Pretty exciting. I've got points four on everybody else in the hunt except for Witty, um, Mr. Big Drummer Boy. Uh, he's ahead of me in points. So. Kudos to him. If we we level up, um, he's in and I'm not. But Dewey, Sean, and Stax, I think, or and and Dan, um, Kawhi Coyote, you guys, um, I should be making y'all sweat. That's all I'm saying. Yes, will I be in the toilet bowl? Most likely. If I were a betting man, I'd probably put me as the uh, favorite to win yet another toilet bowl tournament uh, championship. But um, let's be real. It's a good spot to be, rattling some cages, making some boys sweat, and uh, giving her hell. So that's all I've got. Okay, much love. So, Shawnee B, got to be honest a second. Um, I was going to really come at you on the pod this week. Um, when I was taking my cousin to the state game, you were giving me shit about the thing with uh, not dropping Brooke Lopez. And... Uh, you know, I was like gonna do a whole thing, but I realized that I fucked up and it was my fault. Had I dropped Lopez, um, basically my assumption was because the Lakers Clippers game was off. Um, I only have LeBron for two games. I looked at Kyle's schedule, thought he was gonna dominate me. Forgot how good my team was. So, Sean, thanks for making me remember that. But yeah, if I would have made a move earlier, I probably uh, would have won last week. So, is this maybe fuck Kyle and Sean? NBA is no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw.